Sounds like today is going to be decision day when it comes to the NDP leadership race. Let's find out why that is. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun joins us now. Good morning, Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. And yes, uh, let's get used to saying it. Premier David Eby. Uh, There is, I would say, zero doubt that by the end of the day, uh, the NDP is going to formally disqualify Anjali Apurdurai's bid for the party leadership. That will leave EB as the only candidate, and I think we'll be headed for a handoff later this month, earlier next month, right. uh, between John Horgan and David EB. Let's talk about why that is. So there was a report done by Elizabeth called looking into what had gone on here, and boy, this report does not paint a good picture at all, Vaughn. No, it's a devastating report, Simi. So the party, uh, you know, calls a, f- well... The party picked a former NDP finance minister, um, a longtime New Democrat, as its chief elections officer in this. That's not surprising. The party is a master of its own affairs. But Cull has produced a report here, Simi, that is just devastating. And there's a, a number of things you could say about the report. But the one that really jumped out at me reading the report last night and rereading it this morning, this report shreds Anjali Abadurai's credibility. There, again and again in the report, Cull explains why she just doesn't believe Abadurai's version of events, accuses her of ignoring warnings from the party, of obfuscation, of lacking integrity, of breaking the rules, of refusing to acknowledge how the rules were being broken, and giving one version of what was going on to the party and another version to the news media. So you go through all that, it runs two dozen pages, and at the end of your head, reading, you know, you, there's no surprise that the, uh, the party, its inner executive, presented this report to Apadurai on Friday. She exercised the right to appeal. They heard the appeal on Monday, and decided that no, they were the party's inner executive decided they're going to uphold the recommendation of call to disqualify her. This is interesting. The report says they then offered Apadurai the option of, you know what the evidence is against you, you know the finding, withdraw voluntarily. And the insinuation to me is had she withdrawn voluntarily, that would have been the end of it. She didn't. The party turn is turning the report over to the larger executive so there's an inner executive and a and a much larger party executive and that's going to the executive today after that thing on monday the report gets leaked to the news media simeon i'm kind of looking at it and going you know if abadurai had gone quietly i'm not sure we would even have all this evidence in front of us yeah that's the thing like when you looked at that report and read through it was it more Thorough? Like, did it surprise you by how thorough it was? It, it surprised me how thorough it was. It surprised me how much evidence they had. Uh, Cull quotes at, at some length emails, uh, quotes the transcript of a Zoom conversation that Apadurai took part in on August the 6th, uh, a, a Zoom conversation, a conference, where her campaign was launched. Um, quotes the evidence that this outside group, uh, Dogwood BC, some of its own uh, own key members, key leaders, joined the Apadurai campaign then 
uh, and then tap their own uh, list of supporters to raise money for Abdurai and to no not to raise money to to get people to join the NDP. There's a devastating email in here from a Dogwood official who then volunteers for Abdurai, and she says to Dogwood supporters, um, you know you can join the NDP and vote for Abdurai. And if you don't want to stay in the NDP, you don't have to. You can just put your membership in another political party on pause. And then she says, and don't worry, political parties don't share their membership, so there won't be any consequences for doing Oof. that. I mean, it's, Ouch. it's it, you know, you read this stuff and you go, look, uh, I mean, at a certain level, if you're seeking the leadership of a political party, you have to play by the party's own rules and you can't try to yeah. run a number on the party. So oh. with all this evidence, Cull, it's interesting, you get to the end of Cull's report and she says, okay, I see three options here. The first one was... Um, to simply fine the campaign for these violations. But she says it's so serious that a fine really wouldn't address it uh, because she said her main concern is that the membership of the NDP is tainted. They audited, spot-checked a whole bunch of the new members, and what they found was a number of people who had memberships in both parties. Most of those were in the Greens. Well, that's not allowed under the rules. She also found a few cases where people's membership fees were paid by somebody else, which is not allowed under the Elections Act. So she's looking at all this. The membership's tainted. The fine wouldn't deal with that. So then she considers just disallowing everybody who joined the party after that Zoom conversation on August the 6th. And she said, Cole says, well, I wouldn't be fair to all the people who joined the party in good faith. I mean, some of them didn't, but right. some of them did. So that wouldn't be fair. So then she comes to the end and she says, the only option here, since you can't sort out everything that happened, um, is to disqualify Abdurai. And that's her recommendation. As I said, that went to the party's inner, inner executive. Uh, the party's inner executive says we accept it. They heard the appeal from Abdurai, rejected the appeal. That goes to the, table, the um, party executive tonight. But, Simi, no new Democrat reading, who's loyal to their party, reading this report is going to reach a different conclusion. They are confronted with this, and I am assuming that the decision will be to disqualify her as a candidate. You know, Vaughn, reading through it, I, I'm a bit astounded by it myself. Yeah. Because... It, it, that you know the rules, right? Yeah, Some yeah. of this is quite obvious that even if it got out, would not it wouldn't even look good. And in the end, you're kind of responsible what people are doing on your behalf. Uh, very much so. In fact, legally responsible under the Election Act. I mean, one of the things that sort of comes through in this is the NDP changed the when they were in government, the Election Act, and the issue of raising money and drawing on support from outside organizations to banish big money and this kind of influence in the political system. So one of the things that Apatari is accused of violating is the spirit of the NDP's own legislative reforms by working with this outside group and then, when confronted with the evidence, denying it. Uh, in fact, again, one of the reasons that Cole says she doesn't believe Abadurai is because Abadurai refused to acknowledge the evidence in front of her. And moreover, 
gave one story to the news media and another one to the party. So she says, you know, anytime she had to choose between Anytime she, all the evidence she had was Abadurai's denial, she just says Abadurai lacks credibility. I mean, when you read through this thing, Simi, you kind of go, like, you wonder whether the NDP, if it accepts this report as it's preparing to do, why they wouldn't expel her from the party, oh, yeah. given, given what she stands accused of in this report from the party. They're not going quietly, I should add here, Vaughn. I know that Angela Apadurai has been confirmed to be speaking to our Mike Smith this morning at 11.30. So whatever is going to happen, and I believe he also has Avi Lewis lined up as a guest this morning too. Uh, we'll talk to Mike about that yeah. later, but that just that means they're going to fight it the whole way. Uh, yes, and I suppose, uh, Simi, there is always the option of legal action out there, although you know we've, we've said before that political parties are masters of their own processes, and we've seen people dumped by parties as candidates before. The Liberals did it last year to Aaron Gunn. The Federal Conservatives did it to Patrick Brown. So I don't know about the legal options here, but, uh, yeah, this thing is messy. Uh, You know, maybe you could say the New Democrats shouldn't have let it get this far, but I think, too, uh, I imagine any New Democrat reading this report would be genuinely surprised at the extent of the shenanigans on display in this report. I think so, too. I certainly had that reaction because I thought if this is what they were, perhaps the last few weeks, what was really going on is they were trying to drop a lot of hints along the way that, hey, some of this stuff needs to be addressed with or this is what's coming your way. Well, part of the report says that they warned uh, Abbott Arai several times. I mean, as the allegations came forward, uh, David Eby's campaign filed a formal complaint. They presented all that to the Apadurai campaign and said, what's your response? They warned them about uh, having people from outside organizations or having outside organizations loan volunteers, resources, recruitment efforts uh, to her campaign because all of that has to be disclosed under the Elections Act. That's why the NDP wrote the law the way it is and why it wrote its own internal rules the way they are. I have a lot of questions about why Dogwood would let this happen. You know, uh, like knowing what the rules are in an organization, they would know what the rules are, that they would let themselves put her in a position that she would be so vulnerable to this. I just that also surprises me. Well, you know, uh, they're out there trying to save the planet. And you read through the theme of all of the climate action stuff and the climate emergency and everything. They're trying to save the planet. And therefore, you know, you use what the methods that are available. I mean, they say they didn't think they broke any rules. They're saying yeah. uh, they played it straight. The The evidence in the Cull report is they have an awful lot of explaining to do yep. uh, for exactly. what they did. That's what I think, too. Uh, Vaughn, thank you for that. Bye-bye, Simi.